Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed to lower trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down one at 5.82.5. January soybeans down three cents at 12.58.5. March Chicago wheat down three and three quarters at 8.02.5. March Kansas City wheat down three quarters of a cent at 8.21 and three quarters. March spring wheat up one and a half at 10.29 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel, like these videos. Also, leave me a comment. I have found that uh, the YouTube algorithm tends to to really spread these videos out a lot more the more comments that I get. So if you have something, uh, any sort of comment you have on anything that I say here, uh, certainly leave it in the uh, comment section on YouTube. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website, standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan, guys. Check out the subscription service, $49.99 a month. It includes all of my grain marketing recommendations. Uh, Essentially, I advise cash sales for corn, soybeans, wheat, broken down by crop year, uh, by crop, by percentage. They're tracked every single day. I show you all the old stuff, all the new stuff stuff, um, recommendations regarding spreads, when to capture carry, options, uh, every overnight headline you need to be aware of, all my subscriber-only videos, $49.99 a month, guys, monthly subscription, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation, will not try to sell you anything else, I promise. Uh, The U.S. will boycott the... uh, Beijing Olympic Games in 2022, and this is not a surprise. This is summer, something that had been uh, rumored for a while now, but we do have some details, I suppose. The um, the boycott is a result, and, and this is things we all knew, of, of China's human rights atrocities. That's the word that the White House used uh, yesterday. American athletes will participate in the Games. The U.S. simply will not send diplomats or any sort of official uh, government representation. China already responded to this overnight, and they said that the U.S. will have to pay a price for its boycott. They said that China will take resolute countermeasures. Um, Any elevated U.S.-China tension, of course, is probably not a good thing for our grain trade in particular. Now, I don't think that soybean exports are going to stop because of this, but you you get these increased tensions. It's, It's probably not a positive item. So I I think when China's talking about retaliation here, I think they're talking more about you know, maybe the next time the games come to the U.S., we're not going to come or something along those <clears throat> something along those lines. I don't think it's going to be any sort of big like financial or, or political type deal here, not the way that it looks right now. Soybean planting in Brazil is almost complete. Private group Ag Rural says that the crop is 94% planted through last Thursday versus 90 last year. The group said that the crop is progressing well in most areas of the country, although lack of rain in some southern states is a concern. And you look at the maps and it's very obvious. Um, here's the last Thursday. 30 days of precipitation versus normal. These southern states in particular have been running well below normal in terms of precipitation. They never saw the big recovery and moisture like they did here in these more central areas. So you've got some problem areas uh, in, in the southern part of Brazil. And uh, Ag Rural said, as a matter of fact, that they will likely uh, revise downward their estimate for the country's first corn crop. This is a, a big area for that first corn crop in particular. There have been some scattered reports that maybe some of that corn is replanted to soybeans. Um, so it's it's not perfect, but as it stands right now, you know every group out there, whether it's USDA or CONAB or the private groups, they're estimating record corn and soybean production out of Brazil. It's just kind of a question of, of by how much and how bad is that situation in the South get. Chinese soybean imports increased sharply in November versus um, 
October. 8.57 million metric tons of beans imported in November. That was up 68% from the October number. The uh, hurricane here in the U.S. at the Gulf um, really slowed exports out of the U.S. in September and into October. Now we're seeing a recovery in November. Uh, Total Chinese soybean imports from all destinations through the first 11 months of the year are down 5.5% versus the same period last year. Um, Poor crush margins in China over the summer are likely to blame for a good chunk of that. That's slow overall pace. The margins did recover in the fall. Uh, The other issue in regard to the U.S., of course, you had the hurricane. Also, you had a huge Brazilian crop last year, and you've got another big Brazilian crop in all likelihood on its way. Chinese corn production rose 4.6% in 2021 to a record high level. China's Statistics Bureau pegged the crop at 272.6 million metric tons yesterday. Um, That's very, very close to USDA's estimate of that crop. They had some heavy fall rains. They had snow. They had sleet. They had all sorts of nasty stuff during the fall, but the Chinese government is still projecting that uh, corn crop there to be record large. And again, very close to USDA's estimate. Just for comparison's sake, guys, um, that's about 10.7 billion bushels of corn that uh, China says it produced. The U.S. produced 14.8 billion bushels of corn this past year, according to USDA. Uh, Soybean inspections were about flat on the week. USDA reported two and a quarter million metric tons inspected for export last week. That was down like half a percentage point on the week, but down 13% versus the same week last year. So the the woes of the export program here continue in regard to U.S. soybeans. Total accumulated inspections for the marketing year are down 21% versus the same period last year. So I think that USDA probably lowers its export projection on Thursday. We've got that report Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. Um, A lot of that has to do a lot of that has to do with the hurricane certainly but also just reduced demand for US beans in general corn and wheat ins- corn and wheat inspections were uh, soft last week corn inspections uh 758 down from 805 the prior week. Uh, Total accumulated corn inspections for the marketing year are down 16%. Wheat inspections were not great last week either. Total accumulated wheat inspections for the marketing year are down 17%. So we're down 16% versus last year in corn shipments. We're down 17% versus last year in wheat shipments. We are down 21% versus last year in soybean shipments. So shipments in general, soft. A lot of that is, is hurricane related. Some of it demand related. Some of it South American related. The U.S. says that it will hit Russia with economic sanctions if it invades the Ukraine. And this is maybe one of your better case scenarios, I guess, of all the things that, that could result from this. Um, economic sanctions are probably not the 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 worst thing or the most detrimental. And and I talk about this, guys, because Russia is the biggest wheat exporter in the world. Ukraine exports a lot of corn. There's, there's a lot of things that could be disrupted if there were a military conflict between Russia and Ukraine. And a lot of people think that that military conflict, conflict is inevitable or imminent at this point in time. Russia has been building military forces and troops along uh, the Ukrainian border. So essentially what, what um, the White House is going to do, they'll, they'll sanction Russia, they'll target their big banks, they'll target Moscow's ability to convert its currency into U.S. dollars. Uh, Biden is supposed to have a video call with Putin at some point today, I believe. So we may know a little bit more about this uh, by the end of the day today. Outside markets have really recovered uh 
following this this uh, COVID scare. So you had the news of, of this new variant a couple weeks ago now, and you had a sell-off in the stock market. You had a sell-off in the energies. We've seen a big recovery. Uh, as of this morning, S&P 500 futures are higher. They've rallied, I think, 3.5% from last week's low. Um, the crude oil, the nearby January crude contract bottomed at 62.43 per barrel last Thursday. It is back above 71, closer to 72 this morning. So we've seen a very drastic recovery in that crude oil market in particular. Uh, early indications regarding this new variant suggests that, yes, it's easily transmissible and you're going to see you know a million cases of this thing everywhere. But um, I still haven't seen one single report of death from this variant. So uh, it's easily transmissible, but maybe not as dangerous uh, as some of the prior variants. Uh, at That's what we know right now. So those fears likely overblown, they were a catalyst for a correction in a lot of markets. Uh, the cattle market finished higher yesterday in both the live cattle and the feeder cattle. Ugly day in the hog market. In the outside markets, uh, this morning we've got the U.S. dollar just marginally higher. The S&P is up 60. The Dow Jones is up 350, a big rally there. Bonds about flat. Gold and silver just a little bit higher. Crude oil now up $2.14 at 71.62 in the January WTI contract. Big recovery there the last several days. Uh, everyone have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.